0: Good day, guys, and uh, happy New Year's Eve. I thought I'd put together a quick podcast here just to give you kind of a summary of 2022 uh, and also um, based on what I'm seeing from the tourism and also real estate uh, sectors. What I think is going to be happening in Q1. I think it's very difficult to actually predict what's going to happen for all 2023. Um, but definitely, uh, I think we're going to get an idea here uh, very soon of what's going to be happening in Q1. Uh, and we're already starting to see some of that movement here at the moment. But before I get started, a huge thank out, huge thank you to everybody that's helped out this year. Uh, everyone that's contacted that work with us. Uh, we've actually got 15 home builds on at the moment. Three hotel projects. Uh, And also quite a few development projects as well as having uh, kicked off uh, what was a great successful year for the investment fund that we have here, uh, which again is uh, an investment fund that does uh, a lot of land development here, um, kind of cutting up the pizza and selling the pieces. So anyway, um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, guys, please uh, give us a great review. Uh, If anybody needs some help investing in Costa Rica, whatever that may be, uh, anything from buying land, developing uh, homes, hotels, cabins. Uh, rental units, etc. Um, you know, we help put, you know, kind of everything together from a real estate and tourism, uh perspective here. So anyway, uh, into the podcast here, guys, it doesn't have the usual jazz, uh, as I'm sure that you guys just want to get to kind of really the, uh, the meat uh, of this podcast. So I think a summary, 2022, uh, a solid year, uh, even more solid than 2021, um, you know, and it continued throughout the year. We have seen a, a mild slowdown towards the end of this year, but to be expected, uh, that also kind of mimics tourism arrivals here as well. I mean, everything here mimics tourism arrivals, guys. Um, and I think that's why looking forward to 2023, Q1 is really going to tell us what's happening in the real estate market. Um you know, I think that we will see a slow slowdown. I don't think that there's any way that we can't. Um, you know, with global economies, um, you know, kind of slowing down, interest rates still increasing. Um, you know, I think that what was what I'm hearing is that towards midway through the year, we may see you know interest rates start to to, to slow down and even maybe um, see some you know reductions there in interest rates, but. I I think a lot of people are still looking to diversify out of their home markets, Uh, and I mean, one great thing about Costa Rica, of course, is it's a safe investment from the point of view of, um, you know, it uses the US dollar, even though the Costa Rican Colonia here is, uh, I don't know anyone that's bought a property in Colonia's, it's all going to be in dollars, uh, unless you're local. And also is that, again, it's a stable environment and anybody investing here has exactly the same rights as a Costa Rican uh, as well. So that's actually in their, um, you know, in their constitution. I think we'll start to continue to see uh, lifestyle investments, uh, what I like to call them here in Costa Rica. Um, I mean, there are dollars to be made, kind of ones and zeros investments here all over Costa Rica, if you know what it is that you're doing. Um, You know, again, I've made quite a few of those investments this year, just looking at tourism data and kind of riding those trends and advising quite a lot of you on that. Um, But I think that a lot of people invest here because they, number one, it's kind of sexy, if I can use that word, to have, you know, a property in Costa Rica. Um, plus also to get some solid returns as well. Um, I mean, again, typically you're looking anywhere from 3 to 7%. Some of the higher end properties are getting, you know, 10, 15. Uh, us at Via Buena um, you know, we're looking at 20 plus there. Uh, it was a great investment uh, that we had there, uh, which we sold actually uh, this year as well. Um, so there are there are, I would say that there are, there are 15% plus returns to be had. You just need to know what it is that you're doing and invest in the right products in the right areas as well. So that's where we kind of, you know, guide people in that. Um, but I think if you just want to have a condo or a home down here, um, you can get an easy 3 to 5% very, very easy here, guys. Plus also you'll see the asset appreciation, you know, on average, say 2 to 3% per year, even though, you know, in the previous years, 2021, 2022, it's been much more than that. But I would just kind of bake those numbers into any estimates that you have. Um, just so that it keeps very much more a conservative uh, investment here. So, I mean, I think 2023 is still going to be a great year. A lot of people looking to have what I call a get out of jail free card as well, or, you know, a get out of dodge card, uh, which Costa Rica is a great destination for that. Um, But I, I think we're starting to see a little bit of softening in prices, guys, and price reductions. I think some of that is coming Because some people are getting a little nervous, Uh, you know, people that are sitting on, they've invested land and need to actually turn it over quickly. So we'll see some price reductions there. But I think anyone that's made kind of a solid investment here that doesn't need the return as quick, um, you know, is we're not going to see tons of price reductions. You'll find them here and there. Um, But I'm starting to see, you know, prices reducing by, you know, 5%. I'm not seeing tons at 10%. Um, But even having negotiated some deals recently, we're getting some flexibility there, you know, five to in some circumstances, 20 percent, guys. You know, it's just again, you just need some good negotiation skills and also some comparables there um, to really, you know, make the right offer that's going to get accepted there as well. So I think Q1 of 2023 is going to be really indicative of what the rest of the year is going to be like. If we're looking at tourism, because again, I usually find that tourism really mimics real estate. 2023 Q1 is looking like the most arrivals this country's ever had into Liberia, into San Jose. Um, You know, the past couple of months into Liberia have been the biggest arrivals for tourists. San Jose is a little less, I think around about 12, 13% less, but that's because we're not getting the business uh, traffic um, that was probably here beforehand. So, But it's still looking very solid. I think, you know, having spoken to a lot of luxury hotel owners here, also vacation rental property management companies, 2023 Q1, that's January, February, March, will be the biggest year Costa Rica has ever had, Um, you know, and we can can constantly seeing new flights being added. Uh, I just flew back from Europe. The flight was busy the way there, was even busier the way back. Um, So I think that that's going to very much continue. We're going to start to return to some seasonality, guys, Um, you know, post-COVID, you know, we we really did not see that seasonality. It was kind of constant as people were looking to escape wherever it was they were and come to Costa Rica. Um, I think we're going to see some of that seasonality, uh, especially in the months of September and October, you know, where typically, you know, we'll see anywhere from 10 to 30 percent occupancy. Um, you know, in 2021, 2022, you know, those numbers have been up in the 50s, 60s. But I think we're about to see them kind of be cut in half here, guys. Um, that being said... Uh, you know, just taking a, a litmus test of Via Buena Honda, I use that one just because it's a very easy one for me to see, is October is already full for 2023. So we'll see. I mean, I think that the northern parts of Costa Rica have the benefit because it's a very dry location, offers 365 days of sun a year. You know, they get a lot of the tourism all year round, so we don't see the seasonality as you would do in the central and southern Pacific, where You know, in the months of August, September, and October, we get quite a bit of rain there. Um, I personally like it. It keeps the country very green in that area all year round. You know, I had someone complain the other day that it was raining in the rainforest. I said, could you repeat that for me? Um, And they said, yeah, it's raining too much in the rainforest. I said, well, that's what keeps it green. So, you know, Guanacaste this time of year is dusty, kind of tumbleweed, dry savannas. Um, But, you know, we start to get some rain there in May time, June, and it just goes completely green then all the way through to, you know, kind of like mid late December. So I think something to just bear in mind when making an investment, uh, depending on what it is, if it's a lifestyle investment, find the right location for you, Um, because I think anything will rent in Costa Rica uh, as long as it's the right product. But if you're looking more, you know, heavy on the investment side, then look to, you know, kind of areas that already have demand. Uh, and maybe, you know, the Northern Winnicast area is, you know, a great area just because of its, you know, its its seasonality is not as, um, you know, defined as the Central and Southern Pacific areas. So, um, you know, and we're going to see a lot of new properties in 2023 come on the market. A lot of new hotels are opening up, um, you know, smaller boutique hotels, just because, you know, larger hotels is very difficult to kind of launch. We will see some of those being opened, you know, the Ritz-Carlton um, you know, the one and only, all those in the kind of northern Guanacaste areas, but they're going to be really focused on the Papagayo area, as you guys are aware. Um, a lot of the boutique hotels I think we'll start to see is avellanas Negro, Junquial, uh, especially a lot more around, you know, the northern areas, Ostia now, Marbella, even a few in Nosara. But again, I always go back to water restrictions. Um, you know, the lack of availability of water letters in order to build, you can get a water letter if it's a residential, but again, if you're going to be building a hotel, you might need commercial, depending on how you go through the process. And I say that kind of tongue in cheek, uh, just because again, you know, Costa Rica is a country that operates in the grey, not so much the black and white. So if you're not if you're not comfortable with the grey, it is probably not the right country for you. I say to people sometimes, as you need to know how to operate in there somehow. Um, but yeah, a lot of new properties coming online, a lot of new vacation rentals. You know, especially in areas like Maravista, Hasina Pani, around Tamarindo, Nossada, um, you know, the Papagaya, Blai Hermosa, Um, you know, but I think we're about to see the kind of the construction there really slowed down as water letters are not no longer being given, given out new ones to new bits of land. So, you know, Grande, Tamarindo, um, Avianas, even though Avianas has got a new um has got some new pipeline coming in and new well being done, I don't think we'll see that till kind of mid next year. Um But, you know, Portrero, Surfside, you know, kind of what's there is there. I see a lot of lots being sold without water letters. Um, I mean, that's basically a sit and hold and wait for your water letter. And God knows how long that could be. You know, I mean, I think it's how Costa Rica really restricts the overdevelopment here is it kind of opens it up, then shuts it off and opens it up and shuts it off when it comes to uh, water letters. Just because, again, they don't want to become an area like Santa Teresa um, you know, that that has issues with water. I can only imagine what, you know, February, March, April is going to be like in those areas where they just don't have organized water infrastructure and people have just been building left, right and center. So, um, you know, what do I think the hot beach towns of 2023 are? I don't think it's going to change much. I mean, the solid areas of Tamarindo, you know, Nosada, Santa Teresa, I think we might see a bit of a cool off in Nosada and Santa Teresa just as You know, we see a restriction in the economy and people are not willing to pay, you know, a million, two, three million dollars for a bit of land. Um, You know, and I think the world is going to somewhat, I say, get back to a new normal, um, you know, where this remote working, yes, you know, will exist. And I think especially for younger people, um, but I'm seeing a lot of of my friends, especially, you know, in the US and also the UK being requested to come into the office, you know, three, four times a week sometimes. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, really how that plays out. I'm really seeing Ojo Chow and Tres Rios picking up in the southern areas, guys. Uh, you know, Uvita has really got really expensive. A lot of people that were in Uvita are moving south to Ojo Chow. People that are in Ojo Chow are moving to Tres Rios, uh, etc. And, you know, and there's some great deals to be had. You know, beautiful ocean view lots down there for, you know, anywhere from $100,000 and up. Whereas in Guanacaste, $100,000 doesn't really get you much. And, you know, it's beautiful mountain, great food and restaurants. But I think we're about to continue to see that growth in Ojo Chow and also Tres Rios. And also for people moving and living here as well, those areas. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Also Samara and those surrounding areas, I think a lot of deals still to be had there. Um, you know, I think there's always deals to be had out there, you know, if, if you're willing to kind of search around. I mean, we found quite a lot of them for clients. Um, you know, but I think that the areas of Portrero, you know, Surfside is going to see a bit of a slowdown. I'm seeing some softening and asking prices there you know i've seen some 5 10% reductions in house prices there so we'll see what you know what eventually ends up but i i think that again the water it's either going to do two things you know if the demand is there in 2023 um then i think it's going to drive up prices even higher as people are willing to pay you know this this you know premium for land with water letters or properties that are already existing Um, that were built just because nothing new is probably going to be, you know, go well, nothing, tons of new stuff is not going to be built just because they're not giving water letters out. So, you know, we could see that if the demand is still there in 2023, which I believe it is. So it's still going to kind of, you know, really push prices up. Um, But who can tell? Um, You know, I mean, I'm still seeing Grande prices driving up. Avianas, Negra, you know, uh, prices continue to increase there and also in Tamarindo as well. Um, I again, as I said, we'll see a slowdown. I just don't think it's going to be what we're seeing in you know the uh the western world, just because that's really driven by credit, uh, and mortgages. Which you know, as you guys know, is that only people with um cash can buy here in Costa Rica, and typically they have that cash disposable. Um, so you know, we're not gonna see this panic selling. We may see a bit of a slowdown in demand, but really, there's not tons of supply either. I mean, if you guys have looked at any condos in the tamarindo flamingo area i mean there's just not that much available so as long as the demand is there and the supply is not even if demand drops off a little bit the supply really is not there so i think it's really going to continue to drive prices up but just not what we've seen in 2021 2023 but so anyway enough of me kind of droning on here guys uh, i just want to say thank you to everyone that's been on the podcast everyone that's listened for this this year i really appreciate the support you know we're going to keep this going i had the crazy idea while I was in Europe to actually start a TV channel, um, you know, really just kind of analyzing, you know, what we do one or two episodes a week, just analyzing some actual products out there, going, visiting, you know, showing you the numbers, why it could work, why it couldn't, et cetera. So let me know your thoughts on that, guys. You can email us info at investing Costa rica.com. That's info at investing Costa rica.com. But yeah. Thank you very much for the support for everything. You know, I try and keep these podcasts as simple as possible as, as uh humane uh, or as just real as possible. I'm not going to use fancy words. Um, you know, I spend half my time saying, I don't know what that means to people um, just so that they can kind of explain it to me. I always like to be the, you know, the, the dumbest guy in the room and ask a bunch of questions. And anyone that's worked with me knows that I ask a lot of questions. So, but anyway, appreciate the support, guys. I hope you have a great New Year's. Uh, I look forward to uh, a lot more podcasts in 2023. We've got quite a few lined up already. Um, and remember, if you want to get in contact with us, you can info at investingcosta rica.com. Info at investingcosta rica.com. Happy New Year, guys, and I'll see you in 2023.